Okay, I want you to try again. This time you've got to say Views from the Sofa Presents. Go for it. Views from the Sofa Presents! Perfect. Hello everybody and welcome to That Movie List podcast. And we have got another corker of a list for you here. My name is Ben and I am joined by, well... Let's just call him simply Dave. How are you, Dave? Hello, I'm good, thank you. How are you? I usually set up like a, a big introduction for you, and I forgot to do that this week, and then started to panic the moment that the uh, podcast started. So, uh, yeah, we've passed that. So this list... The zig to my zag. Oh, nice. D- dated, dated 90s references. <laughs> Early 90s references as well. The zig to my zag. But that's good, because we're doing Aliens. I get it now. There you go. Oh, that's good. You couldn't have thought of any other alien pairings. No. No, I literally can't. Can I? That's really bizarre, isn't it? <laughs> movie pairs of aliens. Right. At, at Movie List Podcast, uh, let us know of any movie pairings of aliens. There's just famously two aliens together. And that gives you a clue for what the list is today. Today we are doing top five movie aliens. So not the films they're in, not the best movies featuring aliens we're doing the top five movie aliens the actual aliens themselves so the film could be rubbish but the alien itself could be awesome and amazing okay um you're gonna start this week right okay if you're up for that yeah you i'm going for that yeah what's a bit shocked no, no. about like you weren't expecting to talk about lists today and you looked a bit <laughs> well no you usually ask me do you want to start so but you taking control of the situation and I enjoy yeah, it's almost, that. It's almost like I'm a host, isn't it? It's yeah. almost like I'm in charge. All right, and go for it. What's your number five of top five movie aliens? So my number five is The Predator. Right, I've got that higher in my list. So shall okay. we wait and talk about that later? Let's. You go, you go first. What's your five? I'm really worried we've got the same five. They're all going to be mixed up in completely different orders. And it's just going to be the first three of us going, I've got that, we'll talk about it later. I've got that. I'm going to. I'm going to predict that, that is the only one that we have the same. I'm going to go for two. I think okay. we've got two the same. Okay? okay. My number five is Edgar or the Bug from Men in Black. Okay, Johnny Knoxville. That one. Uh, no, not Johnny Knoxville. So it's from the first Men in Black, mm-hmm. and it's the alien that comes down the spaceship and steals that farmer's skin and yes. puts it on. It doesn't fit right. That's what I meant. Yeah. That, that really cool. It does. Yeah, it does look like Johnny Knoxville, to be fair. But that's just because he look, he's, he's aged horribly <laughs> from literally being a jackass for like ten years. Um, it's that. It, it, I really like this alien because he's a rubbish human. It's not quite right. So the guy you played in, which is Vincent D. Onofrio, he plays Kingpin in Daredevil, the TV series. Oh, Vincent. Yeah. Yeah, Vincent. He uh, is a really good, like, alien, not quite right human, skin's not right, hanging off kind of, plays that bit really well. And Mm. then when you get the big reveal at the end when the alien actually appears and he's just like a big cockroach, it's really, really cool. And um, I just think he's a fairly badass alien. So for me, that's uh, that's my number five pick. Plus, it's also nice. got that really cool bit where before he turns into an alien, his wife puts his, his wife puts food down in front of him because the farmer's not a very nice guy. But the wife puts mm. food down in front of him 
and he goes, what on earth, what on earth is this? What is this? Are you trying to kill me? And then she goes to take it away, and he goes, don't take that away. I'm eating it, damn it. And then just really <laughs> like that bit. <laughs> makes me laugh. So, all right, so my number five is Edgar or the bug from Let's Men play. in Black. First one, what is your number five? Four. So my four. number four. Every time. Um, now, I mentioned before that I think we may have gone in slightly different directions with our lists. You did. Um, started recording, you did, yeah. Because we always so, go in different directions. So what have you done? <laughs> my number four are uh-huh. the Umpalumpas. The Umpalumpas. Right. Because they're not from this planet. Willy Wonka goes and finds them. Not from this planet. Aren't they from like the deepest, darkest jungles of Earth? I don't think so, no. Pretty sure they're not. We'll, we'll go with it. Okay, why do you like... <laughs> I'm not convinced by that, but why do you like Umpalumpas? They may well have come from the deepest, darkest jungles, but they would have originally come from another planet. So... I should have done my research on that one, shouldn't I? Just in case. I'm pretty confident. <laughs> I'm fairly confident. Just like no, making question just, keep, just keep pushing through. You're right. Fine. Just keep going for it. They're just cool. They're just sort of completely nonplussed about stuff and yet really passionate about things as well. So yeah. they're, they're, they love their chocolate. They they're do. good little workers. And they'll just get on with stuff. No, no messing. Like, oh, kids turn into a blueberry. Let's, let's juice her. Let's, let's yeah, juice it, but let's push her around like a friggin' like a friggin' beach ball before we start. That's how fun while we're working. Yeah, yeah. Not but, enough aliens sink. Ooh, that's a good shout. Yeah. That's a good shout. Not enough aliens sing. I like that. Yeah. Should have done top five aliens that sing. It'd be a short yeah. list. Which thing came first? I think. Actually, no, I know what came first. I was gonna say what came first, the name or the uh, the song. <laughs> De- definitely the name. <laughs> Maybe, but maybe they're called something else. I mean, the fact they speak English is pretty incredible. So maybe they are called something else, and they always start their songs with umpa, lumpa, and it's like that's what they got their name from. Maybe. Maybe, yeah, that could be why they're called maybe it, yeah. That's, that's why Willy Wonka's called them that. I mean, are we overlooking the fact that it's clear slave labor? Uh, it, it's it's a, a representation of the the working class um in in factories um they're just they're just the every every alien the every alien so when so when um roald dahl wrote about the umpalumpas and then Mm -hmm. subsequently they turned into that very famous we're we're talking we're not talking about the friggin tim burton mess we're talking about the original classic you know gene wilder willy wonka proper songs not when they turn into rock stars for some random reason later on and they all yeah that's nonsense they legitimately all look exactly the same except played by one (laughs) Which yeah. actually never really sat right with me. Didn't like that at all. No. Um, but we're going with the original Lumpalumpers, and you think when they made that, it was a commentary on the work, the blue collar workers of factory work, with Willy Wonka being the white collar kind of overlord. Yes. All right. Very pretty much. I, I enjoyed those. I think I think they were good. Good. Uh, good little alien race. <laughs> if they're aliens, right? Number four um, is. I didn't have a name for it, so I went and did a bit of research, and apparently people call it Clover. It's the clove. It's the Cloverfield alien. You seen Cloverfield? Yes, I have. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, Cloverfield. I love that movie, and I was just thinking about like amazing movie aliens. That one is badass. It just trashes because Godzilla's not an alien. 
just did a little bit of research. Godzilla's not an alien. Godzilla was like a mutated lizard from like nuclear tests and stuff. Mm. King Kong's not an alien. There's not many aliens that are so big they like trash a planet or trash a city anyway. And yeah. this is one of them. And I just love the way not only does it trash a planet, it also gives birth to little baby aliens that terrorize in the subways and 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 rip people to pieces. It does that really cool thing where it just takes the head of the uh, Statue of Liberty and throws it down the street. Obviously, yeah. that's quite cool. And um, it takes a new nuclear strike to take it out. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, yeah I'm, I'm a big fan of Clover, is what they call it, from the Cloverfield movie. The the mysterious nature of Clover as well is uh, is good. The fact that you, you catch glimpses of it. Yeah. And that's that's it. I, I think, yeah, it's it's clever. It's an interesting choice as one of your, your top five aliens because you do see very little of it. You see the impact of it more than you see it. And I think that's what makes it so much cooler. I think that's why it's a better alien because it's just it's like Godzilla. It's like uh, King, you know, King Kong trashing a city and doing that. Type. It's the impact this alien has, and it's mm. got these other elements to it, like it gives like these little tiny creatures fall off it and stuff. And I also think it's way scarier. It's such a mm. cool like, that, that film is so cool anyway, but it's because the alien is so effective. Yeah. Um, and when we said like, usually what I do is we we think of, we 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 kind of land on our list and then we go. I always kind of populate it first with my picks and then go and do a bit of research to see if there's anything I've forgotten. Mm. And this was straight in there. So I just thought, you know, I think Alien, you don't get anything this big. I can't think of another, you know, film where you get a huge Alien like this, mainly because it doesn't really work that way with Aliens. But for this mm. one, it does, and it's, it's, it's effective. So, yeah, Clover from Cloverfield. Who's Very your good. number three? So just for a quick on to my number three, um, I have uh, what I think should be a new feature as an umpa lumper update. Um, <laughs> we're going to find a new, we're going to try and find a way of doing an umpa lumper update every episode. Yeah, no, I'm happy. I'll find a way to do a theme tune for it. If this carries on, let's keep going. I'm, I'm afraid you're, you're, you're right. They're not, not aliens. They're from uh, Lumpa land. So yeah, you're, you're quite right. Right. So but yeah, I'm keeping them in my list. Okay. Then I was going to say, do you want to just, do you want to just trade them out? For like the bug from Men in Black, <laughs> I'm going to keep them in there. I'm going to keep them in there. You could rest- say, and this is what I was worried you were going to go for. All right, and you might have. I might do that thing I like to do, which is completely undercut a joke you're going to do later. Hmm. You might say they're technically aliens to the country of America. Oh yeah, yeah. Now that's, I was that's... worried you were just going to do that. Loads <laughs> of films about foreigners. <laughs> about like other oh, Tom Hanks in the terminal, he's an alien technically, and you know Bill Bill Murray in Lost in Translation. I was like, oh, you uh, son of a but, that does sound like something I'd do. Oh no, it does, it does. And I was leaving that out there for you to to grasp it. I thought, you know, I'm not going to tell him not to. I'm going to leave it there. And I'm so happy when the first one you said was like, well, I'd pick Pedro. I was like, oh, thank God for that. Did <laughs> because you did start with. I hope we've gone in the right direction, Ben. Like, <laughs> so technically, they are aliens. You can have them because they All are right. not from America. They're from Lumpaland, which, as we know, is in Denmark. Yes, absolutely. Yes, the Danish Umpalumpers. Good. Okay, so yeah. Anyway, moving on. My number three. Um, my number three. I was trying to think of franchises that would have aliens in them and um i kept kept on coming back to star trek yeah and i was thinking through the aliens and the obvious one is spark someone like that 
But Spock's a bit boring, yeah. to be honest. So I've gone for Commander Worf. Oh, what a shout. Nice. Who is an underrated alien, in my opinion. And he's he's been in a few of the Next Generation films. Yes. He's... Um, and it's just, he's, a, he's a, a lovable, vicious alien. He's the, the head of security. He's, he's, he's the one that's always called upon to be the, the big strong man, big, big fighting security guy. Yet yeah. he regularly loses. He, oh, yeah. He will constantly get overpowered and then have to restore his pride somehow. Yeah. Um, and then he's, the best bit about him is that he sulks. I love the way he sulks throughout the whole thing. Like he's just, oh, I've been beaten up. Oh. That. We're all gonna die. To take it back because he's a Klingon. Right? Yeah, yeah. And to take it back to the films, it's that in Generations, there's the opening bit where they're all on the ship, but it's the holograph and they're on an actual um, boat. They're on an actual sailing ship as opposed to a spaceship. They're on a sailing ship, yeah. and um, Lieutenant, he's just become Lieutenant Worf, I think. Yep. And he has to grab his hat. He's on the edge of a frigging plank and he has to grab his hat. And it's a perfect example of what you're talking about. It's the fact he gets the hat and he does it and everyone's a bit disappointed he didn't fall in the water. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Riker, who's like the second in command, says, hologram, remove the plank. And the plank <laughs> disappears and Worf falls into the water. And then the captain goes, you meant to say retract the plank? And that's when Riker's like, oh... Damn. And it's a perfect example of how badass Worf is, but immediately undercut by the fact that he's just embarrassed. Yeah. I just love to see this stoic. You couldn't embarrass Spock. It doesn't seem right. With Spock, it was like, no, it's not. But yeah, yeah Worf embarrassed all the time. But he is badass. He does some really, he's a cool little action guy as well. So he is. He yeah. is. So yeah, there we go. See, I made, a, I made a decision because I did have a Star Wars and a Star Trek alien in there and i made a decision that felt too for me i wanted to go like it had to be an alien and the only alien in a film which i know is undercut by men in black but you know what i mean so because i think you could do a whole list on just star wars aliens and a whole mm. list on just star trek aliens um but for honorable mentions while we're on star trek i did have the borg in my list originally nice just because they're terrifying the borg like, well, proper scary are they aliens technically i suppose collect as a collective, they're not. Individual components are. Well, this is getting very trekky, isn't it? But it is, yeah, yeah. Sorry, guys. They're androids, aren't they, or robots? They are. Yeah, than... they're, 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 a, they're a species. They're a race. They're treated like a race. Yes, but they've been manufactured. Yeah. They're a collection right. of races and and beings, aren't they? Well, Which... inter interesting philosophical debate there, I think. Yeah. I mean, we're not going to do it now. It's the movie, the no. movie list podcast, and, and they're not actually in my movie list either. So we, we're going to move on to my number three. Good. Yeah, what's your number three? Do you know, unless they're in your list, do you know what the aliens from Independence Day are called? I had to look this up. I don't know. No, I don't. I don't remember them ever being referred to. They're called, and I don't know how they got this name, Harvesters. I assume because that's what they're going to do to the planet. Mm, okay. Yeah. Um, I'd say that's more of an more of an adjective. Yeah, more than an actual name. But yeah. then again, you could say that for predator. Yeah, true. Anyway, true. That's true. The harvesters of Independence Day. Um, they are my number three. 
mainly because they are proper badass. They just just they take over a planet and just wipe it out in one in one foul move. Mm. On on July fourth, um, nineteen ninety seven, maybe. Okay, yeah, around then. Nineteen ninety seven. Yeah, that sounds about right. The whole bit where they kind of orchestrate that whole takeover and put the put the actual spaceships above the different landmarks and just wipe everything out. Mm. just leave earth decimated um and they've actually got a really cool design with all the tentacles they can grab yeah. you by the neck and and, and attack you telepathically they're, they're they're actual dudes inside metal suits yeah. um their only downside is they can easily get beaten up by will smith and um they don't have norton antivirus which was <laughs> the, pretty much their biggest downfall <laughs> so they kept, yeah. going, they kept going, remind me later, remind me later, remind me later. <laughs> and then, you know, what happens is you, you run into Jeff Goldblum and, and you get yourself a nasty Trojan. So uh, <laughs> apart from their lack of IT skills, the harvest is an Independence Day. Absolutely. And again, you, you don't often see them, really. You see, you see a couple of them in the control tower at the end and you see the one that Will Smith beats up. But generally, it's more the ship and the menace rather than the alien. So that's that's interesting pattern developing here with the, with your alien list. Yeah, and I think that's that feeds into my top two as well, which is probably giving it away to a, to a couple. I like it when they're scary. That mm. makes it a good alien for me. And that was part of the problem with Independence. Did you see Independence Day 2? Yes. And it was terrible. Yeah, yeah awful. Absolutely awful. And the whole finale, and I'm going to spoil a little bit for you, but I'm not bothered because I don't, you know. But the finale is a massive, huge Godzilla-style alien running, like, running amok on, like, a military base. And you're just like, you've undercut everything that made Independence Day amazing. Yeah. Like, you know, it's just, it didn't, you know, and I think the part of not be, not seeing the aliens and not knowing what they look like and stuff played a big part in it. So, yeah, absolutely. What have you Ooh, gone for your number good. two? Hey. So, my number two, again part of a franchise and it's it's one of our um every list has to, has to have this reference um i've gone for from the marvel universe yeah thor oh nice because again he's definitely an alien unlike yes. the Olympus. Yeah. um but i just love the character i think mean, i think the character's played to absolute perfection some of the lines he gets the right right balance of of cool funny um he's, he's one of the one of the few characters or one of the best characters i think in in marvel that has a really good balance and can play off a number of different characters well um which i think is why i ended up going off with the guardians and doing different bits and pieces in in different films more so than other ones because he brings a lot to the a lot to the concept yeah he's he's got a you're right he can do comedy and cool in mm. like flip straight away yeah so like from you know he's he's really cool he has a massive fight with hulk in the avengers movie and then just to flip that there's the bit where it's like um we need to stop loki loki's the bad guy loki's a villain and and thor goes He's my brother. He's like, yeah. Well, he killed yeah. forty thousand people a day. He's adopted. You know, yeah. it's just those little kind of <laughs> little thing. And then the whole third movie, Thor Ragnarok, is amazing because yes. he can just play off the whole Norse god thing. So I'm glad that he's getting a fourth film. I think out of mm. 
and we're going to do minor spoilers. Well, if you don't know by now, but for Endgame, the, the big three are Captain America, Thor, and Iron Man, and the fact that Thor's the one returning, I'm pleased about. You know, yes. that he's the one that's going to carry on. So, yeah, good choice. Thank you. Right. We're now both going to talk about Predator, which is my number two. So, okay. um, yeah, again, kind of like what you said before, it's the fact that you don't see him much for the first three quarters of the movie. I mean, I just completely discount any Predator movie after one anyway. Predator one is the Predator movie, and there are no others, and <laughs> it doesn't matter. But yeah, so after the first Predator movie, you just pretty much discount anything else, and he's amazing in that. So yeah. for the first three quarters, you don't see him, and then when you do see him, he's he feels unstoppable and unkillable, and he just feels like there's no way we're ever going to get past this guy. And then yeah. obviously he comes up against Arnold Schwarzenegger, and there's just no alien in the world can, can defeat Arnold Schwarzenegger. Absolutely not. <laughs> so so why is he in your list? So similar reason, really. So he's he he does all that all that cool stuff. He does the the sort of hidden in plain sight uh, style approach, and I think I think the fact that there have been so many spin-offs and sequels is tribute and sort of signpost that he is such a good alien because the concept is great. Just something that goes from planet to planet, hunting the best hunters on each planet and collecting trophies. Just a cool idea. And there's yeah. so many different ways you can go with it. So many different, I mean, you could see, you could see so many different crossovers with different, different worlds, different universes uh, of predator. And all of a sudden predator just pops up and, or there's like little nods to it or something in the background. And it'd be, there's, there's a lot of ideas, but I think as a, as a concept, as a, as a sort of cinematic construct, I guess, I think there's not, you can only go in so many different ways with Predator, but the idea itself, the core idea is great. Yeah. And he's, like you said, the fact that he's meant to be this perfectly trained killer, yeah. And they get better and better. I've not seen the new film. I've not seen The Predator, but I know that in it, it's like a super predator that's even better than anyone else and, and things like that. And, and you keep honing that idea. And you're right, mm. there are great concepts with it. I just think you just can't match the first film. I think the first film's so well done because it's a jungle and it's just human versus this alien and, and obviously he manages to outwit him. And it's not stupid how he manages to outwit him either. Mm. The whole idea of using the, the body temperature stuff against him. Yeah. And like, you know, there's there's loads of ideas that have gone before, like since. So being the geek I am, there, there's been Batman versus Predator. There's been Judge Dredd versus Predator. There's been Superman versus Predator. You know, they keep <laughs> taking Predator in the comics and going, yeah, let's see what would happen if you went up against these heavyweight kind of superheroes and things. So, nice. you know, you'd never see them on film, but it, yeah. it's a cool idea. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah. Number two, Predator. Cool. Right. Good choice. Your number one. It's got to be the same. I, I, I'm going to be annoyed if you say a specific A. I'm going to be annoyed, and I just hoped he would avoid this whole list. I'll be annoyed if you say him. Who's your number one? So my number one. You've mentioned you've mentioned them them already. Just okay. My number one is Superman. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Good. All right. I'll take that. <laughs> Superman. Good. And and again, just because it's just a cool idea. It, the that sort of single unstoppable being um, that has a few really pretty straightforward flaws, 
and weaknesses. I think it's just just cool. There's there's a lot of good stuff that you can do with Superman and the the ideas and the the TV spin-offs and and all that sort of stuff. The the Clark Kent aspect of him as well is great. Just a little bit of fish out of water sometimes um, at the start, uh, growing into the growing into the powers and the the message that, that comes out of all the films, the, the responsibility, and it's he's he's a great alien. Yeah, he's he's almost the ultimate. Well, I'd say he's the second ultimate movie alien, actually, as stupid <laughs> as that sounds. He is because the ultimate movie alien is my number one, but okay, of course, yeah. the second ultimate movie alien. Um, because he's no, 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 someone better than Predator. Because <laughs> Superman's better than Predator for a start. You keep, keep proving that. Um, you're, it's just the idea that he's this cre- he's this, this alien being that can fly, shoot lasers out his eyes, has ridiculous super strength, can freeze things with his breath, can go faster than a speeding bullet, all yeah. the rest of that stuff. And he helps people, and he's not a monster, and he's not. Yeah. And there's that idea of the story, and there's so much you can do with him. And, yeah. you know, Man of Steel wasn't a terrible movie. Batman versus Superman didn't quite do what you wanted it to. There's rumours that he's just signed a new contract to keep going. To, no. to Henry Cavill's still going to be Superman, but he's only going to be Superman as cameos in other movies. Mm. Yeah. He's not being given Man of Steel 3 or Man of Steel 2 or whatever it would be. He's yeah. just being, he's just going to be in like Shazam and Black Adam and um, yeah. the new Batman movie, perhaps, and things like that. So, I love you know, Henry Cavill. So that's that's all good by me. He's a great Superman. He's yeah. he's a brilliant Superman. I, I I think he's got the the right level of he can pull Clark Kent off quite well. He can um, he can look like friendly and happy, but he's also got the really stern like, well, now I'm gonna kick your ass. Yeah. About him. Yeah. So uh, and I love the Clark Kent stuff. Yeah. I prefer the Clark Kent stuff sometimes. The the, the bits where Clark Kent's got to hide his identity. Yeah. By putting glasses on. Yeah, I love the bit yeah. in um, in Superman Two. I think it is where it's Christopher Reeves and he's pulling weights in the gym. Christopher Reeves got to pretend he can't lift the weight up for the big, and then he gets a call, so he just throws the weight to this big macho guy, and the macho guy falls down. So he's just he's like, how how do you do that? And then Clark Kent leaves. It's just these little tiny touches of how he's got to try and hide his identity. So really badly, yeah, really badly, <laughs> really badly. Just a bit. There's my number one. So what's what's your number one? Then what what top Superman? Um, but top Superman for me is that what they call now the Xenomorph, or more specifically the Alien from Alien. Excellent. The ultimate killing machine. Did that take much thinking and research? It, it, was, it was number one on top of my list. To be completely frank, <laughs> um, but it was always number one. It was this or Predator, and I think Alien just takes it because it's again, it's like designed to kill it's really nasty and mm. and i i didn't distinguish between the face huggers and alien it was only when i was speaking to speaking to kaz about it and said like we're doing top five aliens she went, our face hugger be number one for me and i was like oh, i didn't think of those as two separate things mm. i suppose technically they are but it's the idea that the face hugger kind of latches onto something and then it creates the alien that kind of looks like whatever it's lashed onto so yep. you get like the human xenomorph version, which is the one that kills everyone in Alien. Then you get yep. all the other aliens that come from that. The facehugger thing itself is brutal. It's just, just terrifying. Yeah, you know yeah. the idea that that's how it gets you and it bursts out your stomach and you know all the rest of that stuff. And I'm with Kaz on that one because that that was that was just outside my top five was the facehugger yeah. in Alien. 
because I, I as you say that's that to me is scarier because it's 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 like so I, I'm, I'm not a particular fan of birds and I know a lot of people aren't a particular fan of spiders and things like snakes and it's because it goes from motionless to moving really quick all of a sudden and I think that's that's what they get really well in Facebook because they're just it just sort of sits there and then it, all of a sudden it latches. Yeah, and it's um, your face. I know it's face, but it's your face it latches onto. And yeah, it's just like it might that that fear of it's on me and it's on my face. Yeah, you know, and oh, it's and that um, just the alien itself is such a cool design, such yes. a cool design, and it's got its little mini tongue with the latchy thing on it. Yeah. And in the first day, say I don't like aliens. Loads of people think aliens is great. I think the second movie is ruined by the fact that you see too many of them and it becomes an action film. I love Alien because it's scary and because the mm. Alien is terrifying. And again, you barely see it till right at the end. Yes, yeah. kind of in amongst everything, attacking them and stuff. So, yeah, I, I, Alien for me takes it every single time. Um, just above Predator and just above Superman. Nice. So there you so, go. Uh, of our, uh, so you've got you've got Alien, Alien versus Predator as your top two, and mine would be Superman versus Thor. <laughs> Ooh, cool I'd, concept. I'd say I'd watch both of those, but Alien versus Predator is not a great movie. <laughs> so yeah, you have the opportunity to watch Alien versus Predator, but Superman versus Thor, I'd watch. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah, yeah that'd be that'd be brilliant. I think I'd back Superman in the end, though. Yeah, me too. So. Okay, so they're both our top fives. Movie Ooh. aliens. So um, at PredictCast, uh, not PredictCast, that's the other one, at Movie List Podcast on um, Twitter or just search for that Movie List Podcast on social media and you will find this podcast and you can tell us your lists, what your top five would be, and then there'll be a chance to vote on which of these two lists you think is better. I would go for the one that actually has five aliens in it. <laughs> well, we've, we've almost done very much a good versus evil here. We have actually, so with the exception of my predator pick, we've gone down two very different routes. But what you'd argue in Alien versus Predator, Predator's the good guy. True. Yeah. True. I'd argue. Yeah, that's he's kind of pitched to that side, isn't he? Mm. I mean, there's okay. no need for humans in that film. But I go with that. Good versus evil. I like that. Mm. I like that. I'd still bat mine, just for the massive clover monster. To be honest with you, that I've got Superman. Superman and Thor. Yeah, you have got Superman and, and the resilience of the Umpalumpers. That's just, <laughs> just the numbers. I think yeah. the numbers are the Umpalumpers. I think that would be enough. Warford um, going first, get 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 squished. <laughs> then the Umpalumpers would go in and just sort of herd him. Yeah, and then Thor and Superman would sort of finish it. Well, that's it. I mean, because I've got like Edgar the Bug from Men in Black. He's got any. <laughs> let's be honest, the Harvesters yeah. and their ships and stuff. That's numbers. I'd be happy with that. That's true. But I think I'd, I'd get away with just Predator and Xenomorph. Predator versus Predator. Yeah. See that too. So. Okay, so the next Kramer thing. Kramer versus Kramer. Kramer versus Kramer. <laughs> Good versus movies. Batman versus Superman. <laughs> Alien versus Predator. Kramer versus Kramer. <laughs> <laughs> it's just not the film you think it is. Um, okay, so the next step is the quiz. And this week mm. is me again. Um, mainly because I've got probably my favorite quiz idea I've ever done. Yeah, I'm looking forward to this. I don't know what it is, but you, you, you're very excited. Therefore, I'm cautiously optimistic. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> the title of the quiz is Alien or Alan. Brilliant. <laughs> so I'm going to describe a character's plot arc in a film or just the, the openings of his plot arc in a film. And you've got to tell me if he's an alien 
or an Allen. <laughs> Love it. Love it. Okay. Again, this came to me like, like a bolt of lightning. And then I went and did some research. There's not very many Allens in movies, Dave. <laughs> I'll be completely frank with you. There's not Excellent. very many Allens, but oh, well, you'll know the Allens. So you know the Allens in this, I'm sure. So I'll give you the description. You tell me, is that an alien or an Allen? You get bonus points if you can tell me which alien or Allen I'm talking about as well. <laughs> so start with number one. The Wrestling Predict Cast is a podcast like no other. Each episode, the Predict Cast team discusses, debates, and predicts the outcomes of upcoming WWE pay-per-views in an ongoing competition. What is so unique, you ask? This is an interactive podcast where you can go head-to-head with us and your fellow wrestling fans with a chance to win WWE merch each episode. Just search the Wrestling Predict Cast, subscribe, and take part for your chance to prove your WWE knowledge and fandom dominance. That's the Wrestling Predict Cast, wherever you get your podcasts. I invaded a ship of blue-collar workers and murdered them one by one until I was forcefully ejected. Is that an alien or an Allen? <laughs> no, I, I think, make it easy. I think that's an alien. Do you know which alien it might be? Uh, isn't that alien? That is alien. That describes the plot of alien. <laughs> if you just take space out of that, that could also be a, like a serial killer called Alan who gets on a ship. It could be an Alan one, yeah. That's, that's a toughie. <laughs> the next one. You got one right. Well done. Thanks. Number Thanks. two. I was taken from my world and lost for 20 years until I was brought back an adult and forced to play a terrifying game. <laughs> that's an Alan. You know which Alan it is? That's, um, oh, what's his surname? It's Alan from Jumanji. It is Alan from Jumanji. That was more difficult yeah. to turn into like an alien. But yeah, all right then. That was good, that. I enjoyed Alan that. Alan Parrish. Parrish. That was it. Alan Parrish from Jumanji, played by Robin Williams. Very good. I I collect characters and finally finish my collection only to have them all taken away from me while I slept. Is that an alien or an Alan? Characters? That's, that, I don't know the film, but that sounds like an alien. It's not. It's an Alan. Right, okay. Which Alan. Alan's that? Toy Story 2, Al the Toy Collector, which I'm assuming is short <laughs> for Alan. Brilliant. <laughs> he collects, obviously, the Woody characters, and they were all taken from him while he slept. Brilliant. <laughs> this quiz number, is brilliant. Number four. There's seven of these. Number four. I stow away with two men in their RV and accidentally kidnap a young girl while evading the authorities and her disgruntled father. Alien or Alan? I'm going Alan again. Oh, I played a bit of a trick there. That one's actually an alien. It's the alien from the movie Paul, starring Ooh, Simon Pegg and Nick no, Frost. That was the to, that one. <laughs> I have, no, no, it's not the alien autopsy one. But no, for starring Simon Pegg and Nick Frost, I had to go back to look at the plot of that. So I wanted Paul to be in it. And I didn't know that, that was the plot. I did not know that was... Yeah, I so I don't think I've ever seen that film. It's not great. No. <laughs> That's brilliant. Okay, good. Number five. I build an empire that the US government tried to destroy but fail. It takes a crack team of experts and a simple loophole to finally take me down. Alien or Alan? (sighs) 
I build an empire that the US government tried to destroy but fail. It takes a crack team of experts and a simple loophole to finally take me down. I'm going to say Alien. I don't know what the film is, but I just can't see an Alan being that vindictive. It's an Alan. <gasps> I think. <laughs> okay. I'm going on the Al is short for Alan. Right. And it's Al Capone from the film The Untouchables. Brilliant. Builds a crime <laughs> empire that the government tried to destroy but failed. Takes a crack team of experts, The Untouchables, and a loophole, tax evasion, to finally take him down. <laughs> Brilliant. That is I'm strong work. His name is Alan Capone. <laughs> yeah. He wasn't Alan. I mean, you go by Al. If your name is Alan, you know, it's Crime Empire. Ooh, Mr. Capone. Call me Alan. I don't think I will actually. Thanks, Alan. I think it's all right. I, I spend my life researching a long dead species of Earth only to finally come face to face with them in a terrifying experience. Alan or Alien? I spend my life researching a long dead species of Earth only to finally come face to face with them in a terrifying experience. I'm going to go Alien. Alien? Yes. That's another Alan. Oh, what? I've gone on Alien because you've gone gone alternate each time. Now you've tricked me. Oh, I didn't (laughs) realise I'd done that. That's Alan Grant. Well, give the clue again. I spend my life researching a long dead species of Earth only to finally come face to face with them in a terrifying experience. Strong. Yeah. Jurassic Park. Of course. Very good. Do you know how hard these were to try and make them sound like aliens when they're Alans? <laughs> and then try to make them sound like Alans when they're aliens? Alan Grant. Oh, <laughs> classic movie Alan. Yeah, there's three, mate. There are three. There are three classic movie Alans. We've, I've used them. I've used as many of them as I could. Might have given the last one away, actually. The country of South Africa tries to move my race from their homes into a concentration camp until an insurgence rises up against them. So it'd be it'd be one Alan or Alien as part of a wider group. The country of South Africa tries to move my race from their homes into a concentration camp until an insurgence rises up against them. Is that an Alan as part of that race, or is it an alien race they try to move to concentration camps? I think that sounds like District Nine, and I'm going to say Alien. And you would be absolutely right. Yes. And the alien in that is the prawns. Excellent. So there you go. Alan or Alien. I'd say that we might try that again, but I, there are no more Alans. <laughs> and I really randomly, I don't know why, but really randomly, I convinced myself that the guy from the Santa Claus, all right, mm-hmm. who played by Tim Allen, whose actual name is like Scott Calvin, I convinced myself he was an Alan. So I wrote a description for him. I wrote a description oh. for him about how he killed a man, took his job, and was you know integrated into his whole workplace and with his colleagues thinking you believe it was an alien that's obviously it's the Santa, that's the plot of the santa claus in a dark and creepy way um but he's a scott there's only one i was looking for other allens i was like how can they haven't put the santa claus on here it's like no no he's a he's 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 a scott so that's a bit disappointing nice. there's a bit of a side point right then we've got our final feature pause pause for the sting What's your name There we go. That was the sting right there. Good work. Um, 
Thanks. Um, and obviously, it's What's My Name Again. And you, it's, you've come up with What's My Name Again this time. Mm. So, um, yeah, explain to us who you've come up with. So I've, I've taken somebody from the Batman versus Superman Dawn of Justice, as Superman was top of my list. Nice. Movie. And I've gone for um, a gentleman called Sal Lopez. Sal Lopez. Yep. And his role in that film. Part of Superman versus Batman, as in the whole story would fall apart without him. What what character did they give him in Superman versus Batman Dawn of Justice? He plays the older goat herder. (laughs) (laughs) Older goat herder, classic. Absolutely. Well sought after role. I don't even really remember Older Goat Herder in the film, but I mean, I've only seen it once. So, you know, yeah. subtle. So, give me that name again Sal. Sal Lopez. Sal Lopez. Um, has Sal Lopez had a, a um, varied career? Yeah, Sal's had quite a, quite a strong career. So, he's, uh, he's born in 1954, so he's got a good, good solid career under his, under his belt now. He has been in. Uh, the Full Metal Jacket. Yeah, he's been in Man on Fire. He's been in The Day the Earth Stood Still, and he's got a, a, a plethora of TV shows in the, in his career as well. So he's done things like Westworld. He's done um, uh, what else? Have we got uh, CSI. He's done ER. He's done The Shield. He's done. Uh, entourage he's done all sorts of things and he's also done some cool computer games as well so he's done uh red dead redemption he's done la noir uh he's done call of uh, juarez so they grand theft auto yeah he's, he's got a nice little career behind him he has i'm just looking because it's intrigued me i'm on imdb which is where we get all of our information from and i'm just intrigued because he is in man on fire and He's called miscellaneous something. So I'm trying to figure out what he's a miscellaneous, <laughs> what miscellaneous character he plays in Man on Fire. But that's a, that's like a, that's a, he's, he's got like a ridiculously good, impressive, decent career for someone. I mean, that's the whole point of this is like we, it works on two levels. Originally we called it What's My Name Again is because we, 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 we try and pick a character who doesn't get named. Mm. So get something like, um, what was he called? What what was the goat herder? Uh, older, older goat, goat herder. Older goat herder. Um, and I can't find him. In, I can't find him in the cat. It says all cast. Now I can't even find Sol, Sol, Sol in this, unfortunately. I mean, he's he's been he's a jobbing actor since the late 70s. And he's had a pretty much every year he's been in TV shows uh, or movies or games. He's done... He's done forged a solid little career out of this yeah i mean it's amazing so it's, his name is sal lopez actor miscellaneous crew which i'm assuming is what the miscellaneous is actually miscellaneous yeah. crew um uh most recently he's been an actor in the devil has a name uh he played farmhand one in that um he's been an archaeologist in the green ghost he's but he has got a name of other stuff mm. he was joseph in lopez which is ironic isn't it yeah, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> there you go. Uh, you know, I could play Lopez in this movie. Why, Sal? <laughs> never mind. Never mind. Never mind. Um, 
Good She's choice. award nominated Sal, as well. Sal Lopez. Who's nominated for an N- NCLR Bravo Award uh, for outstanding individual performance in made-for-television movie or miniseries. Oh, it's a fair play. Yeah. So I'm now looking. There's far too many Sal Lopez's on Twitter. So I was thinking we might try and get his, his Twitter followers up. But I don't think... Sal Lopez, a guy born in 1954, strikes me as a guy who probably is not out bothered about Twitter. No, that's fair. So I don't know if we'll find Sal Lopez on Twitter. But there you go. That's the What's My Name again. If you can go find Sal Lopez, give give him some appreciation. Look out for some of his movies. It's always worth watching Full Metal Jacket again and uh, Man on Fire. Not so much Batman versus Superman or The Day the Earth Stood Still remake, but you never know. And now it's down to you guys. So um, get in touch. Subscribe to That Movie List podcast wherever you're listening now. Make sure you subscribe. We want five-star reviews so we get bumped up the entertainment and movies list. Maybe even, you know, crash into the actual top ten of iTunes. Don't give me that face, Dave. It could happen. It could happen. Um, Or if you're listening on Spotify, get on there and follow us along. We're also available on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And you could also find more information about films at viewsfromthesofa.com. That was a pretty tidy plug roundup, that was. It was, but I still never understand why podcasts tell you where they can find you. I know. They're they're listening to you. I know. It feels like – I know. It's bizarre, isn't it? It feels – I I listen to enough podcasts to hear people do that every single time. Hmm. But, um, yeah, but I don't know why I say it. I'm tempted tempted to get you to record the the plugs for that – for the Wrestling Predict cast and get Joe from the Wrestling Predict cast to record the plugs for that movie list podcast and then I just won't have to do any of the plugs. Sounds good. I'm game for that. We might, we might do that. So Wrestling Predict cast fans, you might, you might even hear Dave's dulcet tones over there. <laughs> right then, and that's it from us. So all it left us to say is goodbye. Say bye, Dave. Bye. <laughs> Thank you.